Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I don't think that Cristiano Ronaldo has been communicated to the right way. Look at it from the player's position. I see Roy Keane talking about this, and I agree with him in some in some aspects. If you're if you're Cristiano Ronaldo, who's been used to being spoken to and talked about, communicated to as to how your role is going to sit within this team every year, and then you go into a season and that doesn't happen, and then you're playing at five minutes sparingly here and there, that's now changed dramatically from the last 20 years of your career, where you've been top goal scorer and the leading player in your team every year. Last season was no different. So if that's going to change for possibly the greatest players that ever played the game, you'd think a conversation might happen. They can never do it like I When you see man pull up and slide Man stepped in a room with legends Rio and Steve, you know it's a vibe Check the podcast, what you want to know Don't ask me, go and ask Joe If you're talking Premier League He's on the front line and I gotta go oh. It's a vibe with five, vibe with five And you already know what it is It's a vibe with five, vibe with five And you already know what it is Vibe with five, vibe with five And you already know what it is It's a vibe with five, vibe with five And you already know this Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this week's episode of Vibe. You're still bringing the energy. I'll give, him, I'll give him some credit Jordan. for that. Bro, don't shut up, bro. October's like, hit. This, October's this just the, hit. Bro, yeah, it's the hot October. draw. We drew, bro. You didn't win. We, just, what you we did. drew. But you didn't if win. If you look at previous videos, you said October, oh, October's going to be our worst month, bro. We're still here, sitting top of the league, pretty. Joel Bayer, Stephen Housen, <laughs> Rio Ferdinand. <laughs> We're back for this week's episode of Vibe with Five. And let, let's get straight to it, right? Chelsea won, Man United won. To be honest, I thought you played well. Um, but I want to focus on some of the, st- the topics. Mm. Ronaldo. Why, why he didn't play? Straight, yeah, that's the whole point, bro. But it's not the fact that he didn't play, but it's the reactions. It's everything that's going on. It's the fact that, for example, like Ten Hag has promised to have him in his plans, but I feel like he's lying to him. And on top of that, you're on BT, like looking like you're just defending him nonstop. Like mm. you got to come out and start explaining yourself. What you did say you would here? today. You would talk about Ronaldo today. You said that. So yeah, no, I know what's that group I said. Uh, listen, uh, first and foremost, I think you when you when you look at this with with Cristiano. Sorry, someone's just trying to call me. What, it's actually Cristiano. Is it Cristiano? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, joking, joking. Imagine <laughs> the timing would have been crazy. <laughs> Definitely but... answer it. Yellow. <laughs> no, no, no. I think the the biggest thing for me is if you start from the beginning of this, I think that. In the summer, did the club want him or didn't they want him? And I think that situation... Wait, wait, the club or the manager? Because that's two the manager, things. Right, for, for, the, for the manager. Whatever the, 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 the outcome, there has to be communication, right? So you're not going, we're going to keep you, but you're going to be a bit part player. Was that conversation had? I, I wouldn't have thought that would have happen, been happening at all. With someone like Cristiano, if you can communicate what the season's going to look like for someone like him, bearing in mind top goal scorer last season, right? What's the season look like for you? You're going to get five minutes here or there in games, or actually, I'm going to play you, you're going to be my number nine, or you're going to be backup number nine to Martial and Rashford. Those, if that conversation's had, I don't think we have the reaction that we saw against Tottenham when he walked off five minutes before the game. Listen, 
I want people to know I don't condone that. I don't condone Cristiano Ronaldo walking off and leaving his teammates out there with five minutes to play. If I was in a change room, I would have said to him, come on, man, that's not good enough, whatever. But what I'm saying is you've got to look at what, how it gets to that point. And I think if the manager was will be, it was honest in a few months' time when this, the dust settles, he looks back, I think he would say, you know what, I probably should have communicated this all better because we wouldn't have got to where we are right now. So basically looking at the list on issues that have occurred with Ronaldo, on the 4th of July, 2022, Ronaldo missed consecutive days of preseason training and obviously the tour, right? Uh, for family reasons, you know, however, many people saw it as player power. What are you talking about, player power? It, it's, it, that's what it seemed like. Family reasons means family reasons. There's right, obviously cool. issues at home that's gone on. I'm just letting you know, I don't think Eric Ten Hag saw it as family issues. It didn't seem like it because he didn't come out and say, oh yeah, you know what, we're defending his family issues. <sighs> 31st of July, 2022, Ronaldo and Dalot leave the preseason game um, early. Punishment, none. The manager said that it was unacceptable to go home early and did not name Ronaldo. And rightly so. Okay. 19th of October, as we saw a few days ago, Ronaldo left the Man United versus Tottenham game early, refused to come on as a substitute. I just want to call out last year, and I've got the clip ready. We're going to put it on shortly. When... Arteta was going through the um, the situation with uh, Aubameyang. You said that, you know, obviously we don't know what's happened behind closed doors, but it's probably best that he goes because now he has full control of the team. I think both have benefited from him leaving. Um, Arteta has got even more stranglehold on the squad, more respect probably. Um, they know where they stand now. There's a line that you don't go beyond. Whether we, know, we don't know the details of that, but also Aubameyang has gained, he's got some love back, he's got some attention, he's got some belief back in his game that's being given and driven into him by a manager that really wants him to be there and appreciate, appreciates his footballing ability, um, the way that he, he he likes it to be to be done. But I think that he's, listen, no one's doubted the way he scores goals. All right, Rio, why is it that in this situation, you don't take the same approach. It seems more like... A different situation. Why? Because Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo, you said that it, it, it seems like it wasn't the truth about him missing pre-season. That's it's one something out of... more Something more sinister, which it isn't because he's done a statement. Cristiano Ronaldo has come out and done a statement saying, listen, I wish I'd have handled it differently. Obviously, here we are, but the situation has gone out and been carried out. At the same time, I don't think that Cristiano Ronaldo has been communicated to the right way. I think this situation, I think you've got to look at it from another angle as well. Look at it from the player's position. I see Roy Keane talking about this and I agree with him in some, in some aspects. In that if you're a player, if you're Cristiano Ronaldo, let's, not, let's forget about Aubameyang or any other players. If you're, if you're Cristiano Ronaldo, who's been used to being spoken to and talked about, communicated to as to how your role is going to sit within this team every year, and then you go into a season and that doesn't happen. And then you're playing at five minutes sparingly here and there. You're getting asked to play five minutes here and there, whatever. You're not the mainstay in the team. That's now changed dramatically from the last 20 years of your career where you've been top goal scorer and the leading player in the team every year. Last season was no different. So if that's going to change for possibly the greatest players that ever played the game, you'd think a conversation might happen. I understand that Aubameyang isn't Ronaldo. Mm -hmm. And I know that... And Aubameyang will tell you that as well. But 
why <laughs> this is <laughs> either way it's like and i don't want to say misbehavior because they're not kids in it but you're, you're basically not following the laws the rules of what the manager set so we shouldn't be surprised with any disciplinary actions I'm or not, even or even i'm not surprised and i'm not saying that he's disciplinary the, that the, the way he's disciplined cristiano i'm not saying that it's wrong arteta wanted abameyang out of his team mm. for probably doing less really how right? do you know well, from what we know, from what we know, it was lateness more than anything, right? Mm -hmm. So when Cristiano is obviously kicking up a fuss here and there and stuff, and, and I understand that he's the greatest and you're going to you're gonna treat it a little bit differently here and there. But at the same time, I feel like there's still core fundamentals and stuff that you should be following, like, i.e. not walking off. But no early, one's arguing against that. Not leaving at halftime. No one's not, arguing against that. And I'm not sitting here saying that he was he was right to do that. I'm saying yeah, there's a that, tone of defence in your. In, no, no, but in, I'm in, saying his actions are wrong. But I'm just saying, if you look at the bigger picture, this could be prevented. And I think as a manager, that's your duty. That's duty. That's your job. You've got to look at the bigger picture. Did Sir and, Did Sir Alex ever explain to everyone why he was dropping them, or did he, as the manager, just make certain decisions before every game? Sir Alex Ferguson came to the table and explained to you what was going on. Also, he'd go to you before that. He'd go, "Listen, you're not going to play the next two but there's a third game up, up the road that we're playing against that is perfect and made for you. So you're going to play. So you don't get them emotional reactions next week that you're not playing because he's, he's preempted it and he'd do it with Cristiano. He'd done it during, where, during the beginning of the season where he's talking to him about this and that, that window of games there is going to be like, that's where you are. I'm probably going to not, you need you for maybe that midweek one there or whatever, but just looking at the bigger picture down the line. So there's no surprises. Humans, human nature, you don't really like surprises unless it's your birthday. <laughs> when you get a bad surprise, it ain't, it's, it's, it, it, the emotion takes over and you, you get these type of reactions. But I'm saying, uh, Eric Ten Hag's reactions and he's, he, the way he's disciplining the, the players in the squad, including Cristiano, I think is, is, is the way that you'd want to see it as a fan. Now, my, my pushback on that is that what I said earlier, I don't think he should have allowed it to get to that point. If you have the conversation and talk to someone like Cristiano Ronaldo, who, by the way, all his career has mapped out season after season. Games, this is an area you probably get arrested, blah, 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 looking at the bigger picture so he can prepare himself. And at 37 years old, he probably needs that more now than ever in his career. Mm. Because physically, to get himself right for games, he needs information to go, right, prep, prep, prep. That's Simple brilliant. as that. Mm. Joel's just passed me over. Um, Rio's six-point plan for Ten Hag. Remember mm. that? Mm. Yeah. I remember that, Rio. Mm. Number one. What was it? Set the culture. Set the culture. I've just said that. He's yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just, no, no, I'm I'm just, just we're just going through. We're not, we're, bro, we're not, we're not getting on to you. Yeah, we're I just, just said we're that. just going through. And I think he needs to do that. And he's, he's within his I've, rights as the manager to do what he's done. Yeah, but yeah. I think before it, you got to, it's not about reacting to problems. It's preempting where the problems may lie. Do you know where I disagree with Ten Hag? That's why I said I, I see both sides to it. I don't think all of Ronaldo's behaviour is great, but I also don't think Ten Hag's managed it great behind the scenes. I think he said everything perfectly in front of camera, but I think if I'm Ronaldo and you're saying you're part of my plans, you're part of my plans, you're part of my plan plans, and then every other week you're dropping me or <laughs> playing, maybe playing the plan game, is that he's on the bench. Might have been a plan. Like no one likes that. He's not. He's not a child. Do you see what I mean? That so might be his that plan. Get, though, that he's and on when the I look at that six point plan, I think. I think he's done everything, Ten Hag. I think setting the culture, he's definitely done that. Improve recruitment, I think he's done that. 
Structural reset, he's in the process of doing that. Clear playing style, it's getting there. Obviously, he needs time. Embracing youth, he ain't done that. Uh, develop players, I don't think he's done that. You said Dalot, but I just think one out of 26 ain't good enough for me. <laughs> but obviously, time is required. I think Luke Shaw as well. But I think Luke Shaw does that. He plays well with competition. No, he's, he's playing well. He's he playing differently. Well he's playing differently. I think that that plan, different. that plan yeah. needs time. We can't judge that after yeah. 10 or so yeah. games. Yeah, it's I just, just seeing where we are. It's I just, just seeing where we are. With, with, with Ten Hag, I think, yeah, he, he's with the media and stuff, I think he's been very, very um, kind of, this is how I'm doing it, unapologetically. Yeah. I just feel that in time... I do, and I repeat myself. I think in time he'll look back and go, do you know what? If I'd probably spoken to Cristiano a bit, a bit more about minutes and whatnot, this situation might not have got to where it is. And also, if you thought you weren't going to play him and he's not your first choice, mm. say that to him in the summer. Then, then he's got a decision to make. Then he can't argue when he comes into the season. I think there was a, a conflict between the manager and the club here because I thought Ten Hag's actions, words, and just the vibe around him was that he didn't really care about Ronaldo anyway mm. but I think the club and probably for more commercial reasons than anyone really wants to believe wanted Cristiano Ronaldo and I believe that's probably the only conflict where Ten Hag's had to go okay and bow down to the club I think mm. the club have, have given in to him in a big way especially you look at the recruitment everyone by Casemiro was already in his WhatsApp groups mm. like he, he knew all of those players Casemiro's the only player outside of that that he didn't know uh, and you've Did got you Casemiro no, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. We've got time today. Um, but I think he's the only player that we've recruited outside of that little circle that he already knew. Guess so I think I think it's interesting what's going on with Ten Hag. Um, and I think if Tony Marshall had been available for the last few weeks, because United have, have really lacked goals, mm. we're probably not sitting here as, as asked. Um, or if Marcus had been a little bit more clinical. That's my whole point. My, my point about Man United, the way we're playing through the lines, playing through the team from back to front has been such an improvement, such a big improvement on where we where we, we started the season in the first two games. And now the way we're playing through, you're going, okay, I can see he's implementing all of his ideas. The team have got an understanding now. There's a style of play. There's a way of play that you're going, I get it now when you go on to watch a Man United game, which hasn't been there for a long time. Look right? we've just played, right? It's Chelsea, Spurs. Liverpool, yeah. Spurs, yeah. Newcastle, Arsenal, Arsenal yeah. City, and we lost one of them. Yeah. yeah, but what I'm saying is that the way we're playing you can see it. It's there's something cooking. He's cooking something. I, I get that, right? The only area that still has massive improvement is in the final third. And we 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 don't look decisive. We don't look like there's a sharp sharp edge to us. One v one situations, which you dream about as of one of the attacking three players, we're not attacking. We're not being the like. We're not finishing people off. I used to play in a team where, and there's teams now are playing that you get get someone like the, the whole basis of our, our, our tactics is to get people 1v1 or an overload mm. and we're getting them so we're getting to that point and then we're going okay we'll come back out Yeah. but what I'm saying Ronaldo probably scores another four or five goals in this team well, I, I want to stop it there the course I, of another couple of games. I know that you've got a five formations coming out tomorrow with culture camps yeah, where you're going to go you're going to go in depth when mm. it comes to the tactics so guys make sure you, yeah. you put your notifications on it's going to be a big one but yeah going back to it though Rio I think we need to talk about for example the Jaden Sancho's which for me, phenomenal player. Well, the guy that I saw in Germany. Mm. I'm seeing someone here, confidence is on the floor, bruv. You know what I mean? And I expected big things. I'm not saying it's, it's too late, but I'm not seeing a man beating these players. I'm it's, seeing a man that gets to the bar line, cuts it back. I'm seeing, you know, and- I don't I think he's got to go to get to the bar line. I just think he, 
his confidence, I don't think, is there. The confidence that we, the swagger that which we, it, when he walked through the doors at Old Trafford, mm. is not the same swagger that I'm seeing now. Mm. I don't know what it is. I'm trying to put my finger on it because we actually, the team's actually getting him into good positions. I saw it at Southampton away. I've seen it in the last few recent games where the ball gets to him, and the Jane oh, Sancho that I the Newcastle game no, and I've seen. Getting in 1v1 there, in the box, on the corner of the box, is like dreamland. But then he's just coming back out and playing back and recycling the ball. And I'm thinking, this ain't you, man. But then, I don't know what it is. But Anthony's been the same in some games as well, other than the Newcastle game. A lot of the time he comes back on the out, he doesn't go on the outside, doesn't cross the ball. I, I yeah, hear that, he might excite him, but what I'm saying is he's still passing it back to Dallow. He's still putty. He's, I don't see the one twos into the front man and, and running off or or those interchanges as much. And, and with Sancho, I just feel that it's it's in there. Mm-hmm. And and what I will give him credit for, his defensive responsibilities and shape the way he's taking his positions up defensively have been really good. Mm-hmm. But it's the other side of the game is what you bought him for. Yeah. I didn't buy him to be a defender. I yeah. bought him to flipping destroy teams. Him and Anthony, I want to see more of that in that area. I just want to see him take someone on. Because mm. uh, I know they're going to beat him. Before we move off that, I want to talk about the defending. Because obviously that's your wheelhouse. United, we go to places like Stamford Bridge. Mm. Control it. And and just look so calm defend, defending. Mm. I can't even remember the last time we looked calm. We didn't go there and look calm most of the time as well. In my team, in my generation. It's... it's it's not the same Chelsea though. Martinez, Just yeah, saying. but Martinez and Varane and Casemiro, that triangle there, you can't put uh, what that's done for this team in terms of security, experience, but also allowing other people to go and play, but also making sure that you stay here. It seems like you stay there. You ain't running off and doing your own thing. We're a team and we're controlling. We've got controllers in there now. Whereas I don't think for the last few years we've had any mouthpieces or controllers who can pull people about. Bruno last year would have jumped out of formations and then left a gap and we get exposed. Because of his tenacity and his his desire to go and do things and maybe get frustrated, he'd just run out. He ain't doing that with Casemiro standing behind him and screaming at him or or Varane and Martinez controlling from behind. No, no, this is the the shape now. Eric Ten Hag's put in place as well, by the way. He has to take some credit as well. But I think that that is a big difference in this team now. And defending Martinez, everyone's been calling him about his height (laughs) and how he's going to be a problem. But the way Ten Hag plays, they're not allowing teams to pin us back in our six-yard box and then balls to be pumped up onto, onto his head. For, for big players to go and jump all over him. Even we're, Haaland didn't beat him no, in that manner. We're controlling game. We're, we're on a halfway line most of the time. What? That's what do you mean, what? Game. Yeah, that go game, on. just write that game yeah, off. Yeah, no, but he didn't beat him in that no, manner that everyone no, no, was expecting him to be. No, what, no one's climbed over yeah, him and nodded yeah, it in, have they? Let it go, bro. I don't want to, <laughs> I want to talk about Casemiro now. Go on then, take the stage right now. I do. <laughs> First of all, you're a bad man because you're letting you because you're letting this narrative run as if We've got a big spoon myself and Steve, but mostly myself, that I said he's some sort of bad player. I didn't say that. I said at the time, my man wasn't performing. And you said, you said, how can he perform? He's only had 10, 12 minutes here. He hasn't really been able to play. And I think that's the defence that we should be using for Ronaldo then, isn't it? When people say, oh, he's only scored two goals in 12 games. He's only playing minutes here. He and did there, also here play against Sociedad. He started. You know I, mean? I played rubbish. No, no, no one complained. By the you, way, when you, you said him. he shouldn't, you said he shouldn't play because he doesn't deserve the opportunity to play. No, I didn't. Because yes, you did. Because because 
what I've seen so far ain't been good enough. That's what you said. Yeah, yeah. No, that I, that I said that. And it wasn't good enough. You know what I mean? It wasn't at the And time. my point was... I agree with him. My point was, how do you prove yourself with cameos for minimal minutes here and there? But also, why should he have to prove himself? Because... When, oh, wait, 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 wait. When you're not coming into Man City... You're not coming into to, to Bayern Munich. You're coming into a team that needs to improve. And you're bringing in someone for 70 mil, probably a 100 million pound package minimum, right? Who's won the Champions League a couple of months ago. And you're saying, right, prove yourself to Don't get in this team. It's Come man, on, bro. You can't United. tell me that. Listen, Don't matter. Man United. United. It's, it's not the Man United of all. It's even, not the main even, 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 even when Veron came it's, in, I don't say you have to prove yourself. It's Europa League. It's Europa League, Man United. You adjust. You know what I mean? And, and can you complain? Were you not no, the one that was saying... Were you, were you not He's the not one that was saying that Ericsson... Were you not the one that was saying that Ericsson and, and flipping... Who, who, who was McTominay. Ericsson? McTominay were working. You said it were working. I don't care. But you did say that. I, I didn't... I, I wasn't saying it wasn't working. I'm right, saying cool. if Casemiro comes through the door, my man has to be open, not, welcome him in and say play because we know what you're bringing. We're not saying he's a bad player. I didn't say that. that. I'm saying play him. we saw... This narrative's going to go on for a minute now. Now he's playing. But I just want to put out... Now he's playing what? He's playing, he ain't playing better than Party and Jacker. He's playing well. He's playing better than... No, right. no, no. I knew you were going to have to go sit over here now, Joel, because that's mental. No, 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 no. You come with paperwork. Yeah, you come with paperwork. Because I knew you were going to have to go. That's is in the house. Go on, then. What have you got? It's real simple. Like, Why are you Why are you even talking about... Why is Chaka in the conversation? Are you going to... Are you number eight and number ten? Are you going to analyze these players on stats? Hold on. That's mental. No, these are just my notes, bro. Put it this way, yeah. Even if you take the eye test, right? Thomas Party, with the eight games that he's had, yeah, you're probably looking at the, one of the best runs he's had in football in general. But obviously, I know... What, performance or just fitness-wise? Performance, performance. Yeah, fitness as well. Both. Both. Because we know, we know he's not usually fit. Yeah, if you're seeing what he's doing... Away from being a the way, If you see what he's doing, <laughs> the way he's pinging the balls, the way he's making us play, yes, we've given credit to Jesus and all these other players, etc. But Thomas Party for me, is low-key, low-key, besides Jesus, probably been our best player. Xhaka, obviously, he's taking applaudits, he's scoring more goals, he's better going forward. But... Right now, I reckon Thomas Party is probably one of the best players in Europe. So if you was going to play a game, if you're going to play a game tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow, and you're going to play a holding midfielder, right? Yeah, and you had a chance to pick in the uh, uh, the best, the biggest game going. Mm -hmm. You had a chance to pick in a defensive midfielder. Well, well, you had a chance to pick a defensive midfielder tomorrow. Are you picking Partey over Casemiro? Hundred percent. You are on form. Okay, on on, on form. form. On form. Yeah, on form. Uh, you man, you listen. I'm not gonna wow. allow you or these wow. people on this channel yet yeah, to turn around and wow. go. You, do, you just I keep digging, digging team. the grave, dig the I grave. Watch my team, though. You're not gonna be able to twang me and go. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna say Casemiro because I'm. Uh, on the... uh, listen, no. Partey. Have you been watching Partey? Partey, this season? listen. Partey's a good player. I think he's a really good player. He's been really you lot good. Could have done with him. I don't he's know been why really good for you guys. No, no, no. Yeah, you could have. Yeah, 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 He's not the right player for Man United to play holding midfielder. I'm telling you, yeah, no, he would have been better than Fred McTominay. He would have done way more. I'm not for doubting you. that. All right, cool. I didn't doubt that. I'm just, I, but we're talking about another player. You. Many Hold runs up. Would you? Many runs did you, up. Did you not want Thomas Party before he went Arsenal? No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't change your mind. Tell me what you said earlier on. But we were linked to Ndidi and stuff. I would have taken Party ahead of Ndidi. So you, you would have taken him over Ndidi and Party. Yeah, no, I get that. I'm not disputing the party. Stop talking. You come to the mic. You need to come. You need to come in. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. Don't, don't play, don't play defense, bro. Go on. 
Yeah. Well, I said at the time when Man United were linked with Ndidi and them type of players, I would have taken Partey. Now we got a big dog like Casemiro. I'm yeah. good here. Yeah. I'm yeah. good over but, here. But would you not, do you not think that's the type of player that United needed before Casemiro? In a way, yeah, man. Okay, cool. Why not? Johnny was. Well, we got Casemiro now. Uh, it was a case of. Johnny was. It was a case of. You go out somewhere and you go, yo, can I have a rum and coke? And they go, we've got Pepsi. No, and you go, all right, I'm not then. Saying, I'm that not was party. I'm not but the real coke is here. So we don't need it. Now, you know. I'm saying in general. No, but that's not party. Full fat. But it's not party argument. It doesn't justify what you're saying, though. I'm saying. You start saying, oh, before we had Fred and McTominay in the CDM position. Would you not have taken party? Yeah, well, yeah, I would have. What does that prove? All I'm saying yeah. to you, we're talking about Casemiro yeah. against Partey. Right. And, and I'm, I'm saying you, it's not a competition. And I'm telling you it's right now on form, it's I not take a competition. Party. I take it's party. not a competition. I take party. I take your, your Arsenal mob would say the same. And you, you Man United guys will say the same. No, no, right? I'm saying your Arsenal mob would be on the side this what, side of the table. Casemiro? The one who know football. The ones who know football. Oh, no, I don't say that. You're bro. playing Jacka and Party, two defensive minded players to do the job that Casemiro's doing on his own. No. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're not, Steve. We're not. You've not watched Arsenal. They are. Thank you. They are. Thank they are. playing Thanks as number that. eight, number 10. No, he's, he's getting forward. Freedom. He ain't playing as a 10. He's getting forward. No, he's I mean, I'll, I'll show eight. you some clips he's, that I'm doing for B-team next week. He's also sitting. So that's all I'm saying, Rio, isn't it? Like, you guys decide, innit? I, I really don't mind. You've dug your grave even deeper. It's all right. And I've got something else to dig, by the way. Yeah, This is completely separate, right? But I'm talking about it today. Go on, then. Nemanja Vidic. Top player. Good centre-half. Probably the best centre-half. Why do I hear a madness in his voice coming here? But why is my man getting best defender of the Premier League era? Like, for me personally, yeah, I think that is over the top. Wait, I know you're going to defend him because he's your mate, right? <laughs> but first of all, he weren't better than Yapstam. He weren't better than John Terry, yeah? And when I'm, and when I'm, when I'm talking to people it's in 20, football... It's 27 when I talk, better than John Terry. When I, talk, when I talk to people in football... His name Don't let me get his Lucas Rodderby in the room. Vidic's name doesn't even come up in the conversation. Top player, by the way, but he's not the best centre-back ever in Premier League. It's a game of opinions, man. Rio. Where, 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 yeah, uh, what better, poll is it? Than you. Yeah, what where was this come from? I don't know, but it was official. Like it's, it's been coming out officially. I see it on Sport Bible. I see it on reputable, Do you reputable know what? platforms. Vidic gets a lot of... Um, plot it's in a way that John Terry did. And actually, Mika Richards did. And it's action bias. People see the headers, people see them tackles, but they're not seeing the organisation. They're not seeing the the blocking off of passes. They're not seeing when you get into the right position and just pick up a loose Steve, ball. Steve, they're looking at the, the blockbuster. I stuff. hear you, and I, it's match of the day stuff. Player. Player. No, no, he's, he he's, not, he's not defending him. He's, no, not, he's not defending him. He, he's not. He's, he he's talking about something else. Yeah, I'm. I'm saying he benefits from action bias. So because you I've see you. him defending, like Michael Carrick suffered by action bias mm, yeah, because yeah. you didn't see the work he did. He was putting fires out before you knew there yeah, was a fire. Sure. And I think Vidic wow. suffered or uh, benefited yeah, from the fact he was all action. And the fact that you would see him, because your your roles was different, weren't they? He would be the one that you would allow to jump in. He's the one who's combative. He would go up and, and, and win things. Won't be the VVD he, either. He enjoyed that. Listen, I think Vida's in the conversation. He's We're definitely in the about, conversation. So I wouldn't be up in arms. For me. But I think he's in the conversation. Yeah, for me. Great, you can have the conversation all day long, but sorry, he's not the greatest Premier League defender. You can tell him that when he comes will, on at some I point. I really will. I say, listen, I think you're good. But <laughs> I want to see up. the same energy. Straight up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
don't the greatest centre half, in no, my opinion, know. is Yapstone. Yeah, he is better than Sokka. Because he could do what you could do, and he could do what Vidic could do in one package. And that's why he was the greatest. We need to stop that narrative, by the way. Whoever Whoever's running that, I'm not happy. Which narrative? That he's the best. Who? Van Dijk? No, Van Dijk's up there. He's not even the best Liverpool one. Um, taking a piss. Right, I got, I got a question for you. Right, go on. Just a one. I want a snap answer. Top or flop? Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press On Manny's and Impress Press On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yeah, for some signings for this season. Yeah, you okay. ready? Jesus. Top. Top. Okay. Nunes. Flop. Okay. Flop so far. Ooh, we have to say. Okay, let me pull the details out. Yeah. <laughs> no, but this is again, if we're going to go on stats, yeah. if we're going to go on goals, yeah, you can say they're both much of a muchness in terms of goal. But the impact, no, it's all about impact on your team and your teammates. Jesus has undeniably been better. Best thing you Excuse said me, audience. Episode. What do we sign strikers for? Yeah. <laughs> Goals, yeah, I thought it was, yeah, no problem. Right, let's get into this. So it's not, it's not just what did I? What was my main gripe about Gabriel Jesus? That oh, he misses too many, yeah, too many chances does he miss? He needs nine chances to stick him away. Okay, who am I looking for? Deep here? into his WhatsApp group, look, can't even find the one I'm we'll looking for right stats. now. Oh, he's got paperwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stats are only useful when it suits you. Correct. <laughs> That's how we work it. So. Apparently, the best sign of the season behind Haaland, laughable. Five goals in a thousand minutes. Jesus. Five goals in 573 minutes for Nunes. Flop of the season. I don't think he's a flop. Jesus is you also. Give me a flop or. Was it top or flop? Top or flop. Well, I'm going to lean on the side of flop. I don't think he's been an outright flop. I'm just going to lean on that side. The narrative at the moment is Jesus has been amazing and and Nunes has been terrible. I think what he's given their team, I think he brings more than goals. And I think Arteta would like more than just goals from that number nine. A bit like Firmino. Yes. When he was at Liverpool and Liverpool. Maybe. But but if your striker's scoring goals, you've got to be happy with that. No, no, no. But what I'm saying was, was... when Firmino wasn't getting 25 goals a season, they loved it. Was, was, was Klopp going, legend. he's not for me, I'm on the lookout for a new striker? Ah, Klopp was chatting shit and he was on the lookout for a new striker. He's too. <laughs> no, he was. So <laughs> <what> I mean. <laughs> All right, cool. I want to move it on. Speaking of which, Liverpool. The Liverpool. end of that little dynasty. Yeah. He's got less <laughs> points now than when Ollie was um, in trouble and getting binned off. Oh, man. I was hey, there at the game. I was at the game, yeah. <sighs> I, I didn't see that result coming, I've got to be honest. I, but one thing I would say in defence for Liverpool, is that their squad has been decimated by injuries. They've got a Someone huge... tried to tell me they had eight first-team players missing. And I was like, well, no, you don't, for starters. Because Robertson played, Van Dijk played, Alisson played, 
who played in midfield? Fabinho. Fabinho, his first choice. Salah played. Salah. So there's like six. So you sure? They've, they've, they've got a lot of players injured though. You can't deny it. Like they've, Trent would have played, Thiago would have played, Konate or Matic would have played, Henderson would have played, Thiago would have played. Beat City. Yeah, he said that twice. So that's four players. Nunes so. would have played. Yeah, Nunes will play. Um, what's yeah, his name? Left winger. You still have Firmino. Yeah, the left winger Obviously Diaz would have played. Diaz, yeah, I'll give you. Diaz, I'll, I'll give you. Thiago, I'll give you. But it's half your team. Joe five, Gomez. Any other team yeah. has five of their first team, and by the way, probably another three or four subs as well out. Mm. Every other team, probably bar Man City, are probably limping. Mm. This is a team that was praised for its depth, praised for its youth stuff coming through. So why are we now getting, oh, we've got to play the youngsters? Well, their best player the other day was Harvey Elliott. After Alisson, sorry. You can't complain about that, can you? Young player coming through. But, but, but I, I don't know, Liverpool, They obviously, they can get themselves up for, they've had some couple of big games recently. Man City being notable. So, so it's well. like United last season then, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. They haven't won, they haven't won an away game so far this season, you know? But, their home form's spooky though. But their game, their game, this game on the weekend, by the way, they, Van Dijk could have had a hat-trick. He missed two, maybe three, like, glare, easy chances on another day. He scored with his eye closed mm. that he missed. But at the same time, Alisson pulled out two or three massive saves as well. Mm. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a, like a, a clean, like, oh, Liverpool should have won that and they, they, they've been robbed. But still, this is Nottingham Forest, man. Now. You're yeah, no, no. Bottom, no. Do you know what I mean? But they're fighting. You know, and they show great grit and determination. That place is going to be the only thing that keeps... If they, if they stay up, that's that stadium. Yeah. That man stadium, of, the fans. Man of the match? Remember uh, who it was? Henderson, probably. Yeah. Henderson see, made two see, late saves. You see him you see him giving the yeah, Liverpool him fans a, a little gesture? No, no, I see that. The he, was, he, he was among, there was probably three or four who could have got the Man of the Match award. Yeah. Moving it on to uh, Man City. Um, obviously, beat Boring. Brighton. So what? They beat Brighton 3-1. Haaland yeah. doing Haaland what he does. Again. He needs to go That's out, it. <laughs> Haaland again. Some, He's got to start enjoying himself. Was that seven, on, 17, 17 appearances? Yeah, it's boring. So 11 goals? Yeah, it's boring now. Rah, it's crazy, it's Too much. It? He's, it play, he's, crazy. he's doing like schoolboy playground stuff. Spurs. Spurs getting slapped up Spurs real getting Spursy. Losing, losing, losing to Newcastle 2-1. One of my friends wrote Listen, in yeah. the group. Let me just get it up. Go, go on. on. Go on, carry on. Well. I was going to say, yeah. Like, I'm I'm a Conte fan. And I know you... I know... I know... <laughs> I know Steve was anti-Conte for United for a minute. And I was like, nah, nah, nah. That Spurs team that came to ours was so, so shit. One of, us, one of our mates, he's a Spurs fan. God, God. Fitzley, Fitzley Cooler, shout out Fitzley. Shout yeah. out Fitzley. Um, he loves Spurs, yeah. yeah. Loves them. Why? Backs them, backs them. Why? I don't know, he just backs them to the hill. <laughs> and he just sent a text after the game, I hate Spurs, I've given up. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be the hope that kills you as a Spurs fan. What's going to happen with I them? I hate Spurs What's and I've given up. Oh, they have an absolute goal machine in Sonnen and his mate Harry Kane. Uh, they have a, a serial winner in Conte and, and they're still, still going to come fifth. Don't you think it's worth talking about Wilson and Almiron? I mean, like... When you look at Alvaro, you know, you know Alvaro, you know, yeah. you know Jack Grealish, that whole meme with it and, and what he said. But you know, you know Jack Grealish, he'll be laughing at that. Yeah, I reckon he'll be laughing. But is he laughing I mean, at his goalkeeper's got more assists than him this season? Yeah, <laughs> he won't be laughing at that. But I think I don't think he'll be one of them guys. Is he laughing at Liverpool's triggered. goalkeeper having more assists than him this season? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> you lot are on him, man. I ain't on him. Hey, I've been Grealish's tops. I think Grealish's performances. He was a United last, player. Last few, he messed up. In the last few, in the last few games, I reckon were the ones that I saw anyway. I reckon his performances were better than what his stats were leading. So yeah. he may not have been assisting, but he was creating the positions for... What, what do United need right now? A left winger that's going to go past someone mm. and create stuff. Mm. 
Okay. <laughs> Steve. So, yeah. Steve's and is he United fan of it? Yeah, he but, loves United. But fucked up then, isn't he? Before, before we go back to Almiron, Jack Grealish so far this season, do you reckon he'll be happy with his performances? I think, oh, yeah, he'd, be happy, I think he'd be happy with his performances, but he wants more goals and he wants more. He said it himself in an interview earlier in the season. That's fair. That's but fair. I want to say, listen, a big shout out. There's two teams that I want to give massive props to and they, I think they deserve it. Newcastle, mm -hmm. Eddie Howe and his team oh. are on absolute fire. The way that he's turned that team around, the way that he's got them playing, they're resilient, hard to play against now. Um, I think there's going to be much more to come of the transfer window-wise and they'll, they'll, they'll become a better team. Um, uh, they're on the up. Thank you. Huh? Appreciate that. Six straight wins, no problem. Yep. Paddock, obviously, but um, yeah. but uh, Steve's team's fine. Um, <laughs> but also, we got a little bit of stick from a Fulham fan a little while ago that we don't mention them enough, and I think Ooh. they do need it. They're sitting oh, seventh in the league. The West Ham fan, sweet. Yeah, West Ham for the eight seconds. Yeah, but yeah. Fulham, you have to say, Silver has come in there and, and quietly gone about his business. I think mm -hmm. he, the fact that he's got Mitrovic is a big help. I think we spoke about this the other day on BT. And if you're a team that's come up or your team that's in and around the relegation zone, I always look at who's got, who's got a goal scorer in their team. Who's got someone who can score? Brentford came up and Tony stepped yeah. up. Do you know what I mean? We see it with, um, remember when Swansea were about in the Premier League, yeah. Michu comes in, he scores goals. Yeah. But you need a striker to be able to get you out of, the, out of the well sometimes. And they've got Mitrovic, who everyone was going, can he, can't he? Because last time he was here, he didn't. Yeah. And now we show. But the people. boys behind him are performing as well. Like it's good to see William got on the score sheet as well. Obviously, Bobby yeah, Pereira, a couple of assists as well. Exactly. Kidu, I know for Man United, so oh, they've, yeah. they're they're functioning well. And Silva, the manager, yeah. I think has to take huge credit. So them two for me, the the, the good shout outs for the good work done this week as well. Getting a lot out of the side. Yeah, more than yes. the some of the parts. Yeah, which your mate didn't do, did he? <laughs> Who's Stevie? Oh yeah. What have you got to say about? What Stevie have I got today? to say about that? Like, what was the score? Uh, this, weekend, this weekend, he must have been at home. I saw a good meme about him. <laughs> sitting at home going like that, like, yeah. how? Yeah. And I spoke to Ashley Young a little while ago yeah. about it. They've been playing some good stuff against Chelsea. They played some good stuff, but they just couldn't finish chances off. Yeah. This week, bang, 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 bang. Four goals, bush, but have that. Mm. And he's sitting again. What, what, Freeing up in 13 minutes. Well, when I was here, why guys? I spoke to uh, Danny Ings briefly and uh, he was just like, yeah, he was just buzzing with the result. Obviously, I didn't go like too personal as if he would have done, but he was just like, it was, <laughs> it was good to get a win basically. And Do you know the mad thing is about yeah. players when, when these situations happen? When a manager gets sacked here, yeah. there's no time for sentiment. The game moves that quick. This yeah. game moves so fast that Stevie was manager last week and there would have been a little bit of a hangover for a day or two, maybe 48 hours. But then this game happens, forgotten. He was more relieved, if I'm honest with you. Who? Obviously, Danny, because obviously he wants to do well. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, um, and it's, he's that's thinking about himself. He'd be thinking about him. I need goals. Got I've got my goals yeah, now. Yeah. Whether the gaffer who I liked, I loved Stevie before. I probably looked at him as a player and I loved him. Mm. But he's gone now. I've got me two goals. And if it means I'm going to get 10 more now at the end of the season and he's gone, I'm very happy with that. That's what he'd be saying. I see Bailey playing like he's never played before. Yeah. Stevie's probably know. sitting there going, but guys, hold on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I brought you. What, yeah. What's happened here? Like, definitely. Yeah. Hey, still the GOAT though. Better than, better than Skulls. Um, okay, moving on to Arsenal, drawing one all with Southampton. What did you think about that, Joel? You fumbled the bag, you know. Like, coming up to the World Cup, it's important. I was talking to the guys from 360 TV and Culture Cams and I said, I'm very aware of where Arsenal Football Club are. You guys might think whatever you have to say about me, whatever, but I reckon... <laughs> You look at Man United, they're coming up. 
I'm not stupid. They're coming up. Do you know what I mean? When I look at your last nine games, especially, I think, mm, we've got to watch out for them boys. We got a goal scorer. The league's in trouble. Chelsea. We've, we've got one. Who? Tony Marshall on his feet. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, no, you're disrespecting the GOAT. Uh, Ronaldo's got, what, five goals this calendar year? This is what I'm saying. Who? Ronaldo? You can't really judge him, though. He's yeah, been like playing bit-part like games, remember? Like games. That's what happened to Casemiro. You've got wow. to give him a run of games. Wow. Anyway. No one gets picked on reputation. Not in this house. Well, apparently, right. for Rio, apparently, apparently you could do what you want. Um, when you look at Chelsea, they're in, like, this transition mode with Potter, etc. And then, obviously, you got... I don't know what's going on with Spurs. I'm disappointed in them, man. They're, they're dead. When you look at Liverpool, you know there's a better team than what they're showing. Arsenal, we have to pick up as much games as possible because after the World Cup... It's gonna be the flukiest league you've ever seen. Like you're gonna have players. It's gonna be like wacky races. I it's gonna be so crazy. So for me, pick up as much points as you can because it looks like we're flying top of the league and stuff like that. You just need forty though. That's all you need. Remember, shut up, man. <laughs> like basically, literally, it, it could all change. So that's why I was disappointed with the draw. What happened? First half we were under control. Second half, I'll be honest with you, we just weren't we weren't clinical enough. Gabriel Jesus should have been scoring that game, uh, and I think he knows that. I think all the Arsenal fans know that, but he's played so well this season that we give him a blind, man. 2.49 uh, expected goals over what he's actually scored. This is trend for his entire career. Bro, he's done well for us this season. And I don't know, what did you think? Maybe the game started and I thought, well, this is going to be three or four. Mm -hmm. But never materialised. And games like this happen, man. They do happen, but it's a, it's a learning curve for this Arsenal team. Mm -hmm. You can see the frustration on Arteta's face and he's... he's his actions, you can see his body language on the sidelines that like, we need to get this, we need to win this, this is a winnable game. Mm -hmm. And by the end of it, Southampton looked like that team were going to go and win it mm -hmm. after, after they got the equaliser. So, um, yeah, you can sense a disappointment. But listen, I Massive. always think about this. You've got to say, it's a point gained sometimes. Uh, no, nah, not, not that yeah. game. Not when you're on the run that you're on, you haven't lost. It's an important thing. If you lose that game, the mindset in the change room, different. there's a different challenge then. Disappointment dropping. I think, think a couple of L's on the bounce with how young that team is could really could, skid up. Yeah, no, yeah, no, nah, nah, sorry. But that's got to happen I don't, first. I don't, I don't agree. Just to go back to the point you were talking about there about yeah. um, not playing players on reputation and oh, if he's not doing it, get him out or whatever. Like, do you remember Ryan Giggs? That period that he had in the middle of his career. What, 99? Where, no, where <coughs> everyone was saying, get, get him out, sell him, I, get him out, get him out, booing him. He was, Ryan Giggs was getting booed. Well, when you were there? At Old Trafford, yeah. 2007 8, I think it was. Might have been Nanny's. Nanny came off the bench. I think Birmingham away. Mm. Does it sound about right? Pretty sure, because I watched it on, on telly at home, so I'm pretty sure it was an away game. I think it was Birmingham away. I'm pretty sure Nanny came on. Giggs had a shocker. And I literally remember turning to my dad and going, I reckon he's played his last game for us. I mean, he only he only managed another five years after that, so I might have misjudged that one. But yeah, there was a period where the team had transitioned into, they were still trying to play him on the left. And we transitioned into this very, very dynamic forward free with Rooney, you know, Ronaldo, Tevez, Nani, so that sort of players. Mm -hmm. And it was prior to him moving to being that little Joel cultured sort of central midfielder. He couldn't do it on the left anymore and he hadn't fully made the jump into being central midfield. And I think it was the change of position because he finished his career so strong. Like he probably could have done another couple of years, I think. Yeah. With the with 10, 15 games. But he season. still was playing out wide on left sometimes. <clears throat> I mean, same midfield sometimes and see games out. I remember he done it against West Ham. But it was, was defensive minded, wasn't it? Like yeah. Phil Neville would have done rather yeah. than Joe Black But he was coming on and setting up chances though. He'd be the one to, to give us that goal and get us over the line. I remember so many games, Norwich away. 
big clutch games where you come on left wing, bang, cross the ball, someone scores, mm. but or from centre midfield as well. But what I'm saying, we're very quick to d- to delete people in this game. But when players have given you a certain amount of class and a certain amount of output over the years, those players have to be treated differently a little bit. But the difference there was he wasn't playing 40 games a year then. He was being the cameo guy. And I think that's what the, the period was for some of these now. He was, he was spoken to. It was, it was communicated. Okay, maybe that's 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 the way. Then it goes. That's to my point from the beginning of the show. Clever. Just to just Clever. throw you back. Clever. Clever. Right, you see the just way you throw did you back. that. Sorry. Whilst we're we're going back to parts, um, different points. I just want to say, um, Arsenal's Premier League since the start of 2021 with and without party, um, without with party, 73.3 percentage win ratio. Uh, without him, obviously less. Um, with him, 2.3 points per game. Uh, the guy is colossal for us um if i'm honest with you and i think it just goes under the radar and i will be screaming about his on-field performances for the rest of the season and no uh, like, can i just clarify that I no know. one sat here and okay. doubted how good Partey is and no all, one, all, and all, no all, one all, sat here and doubted all how I'm good doing, casemiro is no, all i'm doing is saying to you is you cannot put those two players next to each other and start comparing at any form. time now. Form. Don't care. Form. The, the no. form Casemiro's in is unreal. Casemiro's yeah. been mad at the match the last three games, bro. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> Just saying. Everton. You got don't, Everton. Don't be too harsh on him Everton in the comments. The balance, then, if you've got anything to say about Everton Frank, the Frank Lampard, <laughs> Frank Lampard, I thought they was going to get beat. Yeah. I've got to be honest. I thought Palace would be too dynamic, mm-hmm. have too much up front from Goodison Park. Plays its part. Dominic Calvert-Lewin back. Dominic Calvert-Lewin's definitely helped him. But I still don't think he's getting enough of a tune out of the team that he's got. We've just won three, three nil. What three do you want him to do against Crystal Palace? Palace. You've seen how good okay, Palace we're talking, been what, We can all have one good game, Joel. Talking over the course of this season. Mm. Him and his mate are going to be sitting back on telly soon. Don't worry about but that. But they're 11th, you know. They're not. I mean, I know the league's tight down there and stuff like that. But they're 11th at the moment. So I don't think the board will be too displeased with him at the current moment. So he's moving a step forward towards positivity. I think that's the most important thing. Mm. Um, lastly, I want to focus on Jamie Vardy, man. Come on, like, uh, he is the first player to score 100 Premier League goals after turning 30. Crazy, yeah. Crazy. Beating Wolves, how losing many, to many, Leicester 4 How many times did he even play before he was 30? Powered by Red Bull. Oh, bro, did you see that? Powered Can we put Red that Bull. image in there? Madness. Powered by Red Bull. He wow. just looks to me like, I don't know if he... I could be wrong, but he looks to me like someone that, yeah, he trains and why, stuff. Why is this a meme? Because you used to have Red Bull before you played. Mm. Yeah, but so, so why is this a meme for him? He just doesn't look like the type of guy that cares about his nutrition and goes, oh, what did I do like? He just looks like, bosh. Yeah. Have some fun. Red Bull, like every Blue ball. Wicked, yeah, yeah. let's go. Like he's on the Saturday yeah, exactly. Sunday, playing Sunday football. But yeah. he's, he's, um, he's obviously had to be a good pro to do what he's doing yeah. for, for as long as he's done it at the age that he's at now. Um, Great movement. Some people get this narrative about him, don't they? Jamie Vardy has got this weird, like you said, Sunday league sort of mm. like builder kind of vibe. Yeah. And Dwight York had the party boy kind of vibe. Mm. But Dwight York was one of the few players that could like finish the bleep test, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah. How does it? that work? Yeah. Why have they got that reputation? That's just uh, because, I don't know, there's a couple of things that happen in it. What was it? Chat shit, get banged. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> stuff original. like that that comes out and stays with you for oh, life. Hard. And you've got yeah. like with Dwight York, the two people you mentioned, Dwight yeah. York, he was obviously had a few notable like Religion. stories about yeah, him going yeah. out and stuff, and it yeah. was he wasn't shy. He didn't shy away from the fact that he loved him that out. Yeah. But when you put him on a training pitch and said go and train or do a physical test, he was one of the top of the tree. He was brilliant. Who's the opposite of that? Who's got like this choir boy reputation but trained Ooh. shit? That's a good one, isn't it? Michael throw, Owen. Throw someone under the bus. Michael Owen. <laughs> no, Michael Owen was. I reckon no. he trained. 
No. But he didn't, he didn't, didn't do anything else. He's got to. No, you don't read, you don't watch films. Like. He's one of my favourites, by the who way. Who was one of the players? What was the question again? Who was one of the players? Who's a bit of a choir boy that's got this sort of good pro rep that just wasn't? You know, maybe they were late. Maybe they liked a night out, but never got caught. Well, there's a lot of players that loved a night out. But no one really. Michael Carrick loved a night out. Is face. he? Yeah. Always See, one of the last one. ones stand, standing. Always, me and him, John O'Shea. Yeah. Where's Brown? Where's Brown would have been? Where's Brown would have been taken over at about half twelve? Yeah. I can see Wes Brown just fuck, foot to the Let floor. Him carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and been God, done. We had a Christmas party once, and Wes Brown, by midnight, was in, in a star shape, laid out in the middle of the dance floor, <laughs> getting carried out by security, right? And then fight, trying to fight security, saying, Get off, I'm all right, I'm all right. What were you laying down for? <laughs> but then you had like always last man standing, would like be me, like Carrick, 100%. And if the garage music was on, Carrick was up, throwing shapes. Garage. UK garage, UKG. <laughs> what, Jack like, a bit of, oh, who's, that, who's that boy Lee for me? Yeah, he yeah. would be up, a mate. A bit of more fire crew. Yeah, yeah, mate, he would be up and he'll be, he'll be requesting to the DJ, gun fingers out. No Shazy, Shazy would be up there late late doors as well. Loved a, a slow, very like yeah. consistent tempo of drink, pints, yeah, bosh, like that. Um, yeah, there was like, obviously I said about Wes would just go, I went to Jason Park once when he first come just ordering like straight brandies or whiskeys at the bar. I was like, bro, just sitting there, just backing them. And I was <laughs> like, bro, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> just like, it just, it just, so, so just no one's got that with Jason Park mentality, have they? Yeah, like, yeah, uh, probably a good one. Yeah. But uh, most players, I'll be honest, you love a night out. Mm. It's just some like it a bit more and take it a bit further than others. Yeah. We can yeah. have a show on that, I think. We can yeah. have a good oh, that would do bits for good a show. show. We'll do that show. Not... We'll do it. But yeah, we'll do that, that show, guys. That is uh, it for this week's episode of a Vibe with Five. Let us know what you think. I know we started off with the the the, the headline, Ronaldo's behavior. Are you with me or are you with Ria? Let us know what you think in the comments. This and... guy's talking about behavior. Like... Yeah, but what what, what anyway? Is what is it then? He said Ca- he said Casemiro. <laughs> Casemiro doesn't deserve to play for Man United based yeah. on performances. It's like you want the abuse in the comments. Right. No, but I'm just saying, listen, I'm not afraid of anything. Innit? That's what I'm saying. That's Make true. sure you like, share, comment and subscribe. And please watch out for the shows coming out this week. We've got wicked, wicked shows coming out. I don't know why you're laughing, Cams. I don't know. We're going to have to pull that show tomorrow. Make sure you stay tuned. See you tomorrow. Peace. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.